in hearing they will hear your voice and in understanding they will understand the word i pray that we will become extraordinary givers in your kingdom after tonight in jesus name amen give the lord a good clap offering and please take your seat wherever you are tonight i'm going to take you deeper into a very wonderful subject that is very critical to church amen and the kingdom you must always remember that we don't just preach any message we want to preach we preach intentionally say intentionally say intentionally every message preached in this church is intentional we are building a certain spiritual frame and a certain spiritual atmosphere. There is a, 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 a structure that we are building and it takes the word of God to build that structure. So every message here is intentional to turn you into a certain type of child of God. Are you here? So every message must be taken as a prophetic word, a message from God to us, to make us into people who are ready for what he, he has to do for us. So tonight I'm teaching on what I've, I've titled The Great Example of Giving. A Great Example of Giving. A Great Example of Giving. A Great Example of Giving. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 1 to 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 to 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 to 9. Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, how that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. Verse 3. For to their power I bear record. Yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves. Verse 4. Praying us with much entreaty that we will receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. Verse 5. Let's read it together. I want to go. I can't hear you. Want to go. Only hear the organ. Verse 6. In so much that we desire titles that as he had begun, so he would also finish in you the same grace also. Therefore, as ye abound in everything, in faith and utterance and knowledge and in all diligence and in all love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. Verse 8. I speak not by commandment, 
but by occasion of the forwardness of others and to prove the sincerity of your love. Verse 9. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Give me another version of the whole passage. Maybe GNT. GNT version. Our friends, we want you to know what God's grace. Our friends, we want you to know what God's grace has accomplished in the churches in Macedonia. Verse 2. They have been severely tested by the troubles they went through but their joy was so great that they were extremely generous in their giving, even though they are very poor. Move on. I can assure you that they gave as much as they could and even more than they could of their own free will. They begged us. Someone said they begged us. Say they begged us. The, uh, the apostles were not begging them, but they were rather begging the apostles. They begged us and pleaded for the privilege of having a part in helping God's people in Judea. Come on, let's go. It was more than we could have hoped for. For they gave themselves to the Lord. And then, by God's will, they gave themselves to us as well. I'm coming somewhere. So we urge Titus, who began this work, to continue it and help you complete this special service of love. You are so rich in all you have, talking to the church in Corinth, that they are so rich in faith, in speech, and knowledge, in your eagerness to help, and in your love for us. And so, in addition to all this, we want you to be generous also in this service of love. Verse 8. I am not laying down any rules, but by showing you how eager others are to help, I am trying to find out how real your own love is. Verse 9. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Rich as he was, he made himself poor for your sake in order to make you rich by means of of his poverty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a message. It, it, it has preached the message. Hallelujah. Now, giving is a grace. Say, it's a grace. Giving is a grace. Prayer is a grace. Laboring for God is a grace. Giving is a grace. And Paul 
mention this special group of people as a group of people who had the grace of giving. When you have the grace of giving, you even give out of your poverty. When the grace of giving is on a church, when the grace of giving is on you, you give even beyond what you are even willing to. So giving is a grace. Giving is a special ministry of the Holy Ghost from within a believer who has had great fellowship with him. Giving is the ministry that is birth out of the life of a believer who has interactions with the Holy Spirit often. So a believer who does not have fellowship with the Holy Spirit will never walk in the grace of giving. It takes the Holy Spirit to work on a man to enter into that level where he begins to give out of himself towards the work of God. Grace is a function of the Holy Spirit. And giving is a grace. When you have this grace, you will not struggle to give. Follow the teaching. The church must constantly be taught on the subject of giving. Why? Because day in and day out, every individual in the church encounters demands of life that can take his attention from giving towards the work of God. So every now and then, as often as possible, Every believer must come to the knowledge and the teaching on the subject of grace, the grace of giving, else you will forget about giving to the kingdom. By the time you finish sorting out your car, your auntie is calling that he's sick. By the time you finish that one, your school fees. By the time you finish your school fees, your rent. By the time you finish your rent, something pops up. You are not feeling well. You have to go to the hospital. You have to buy a land. You have to begin to build. And in the process of all this, if you are not careful, the grace of giving towards the work of God will be far away from your mentality. So every now and then, when you hear the teaching on giving, you must thank God because it puts you into remembrance of a privilege and an assignment and a duty and a mandate on the children of God to sponsor the work of their father. Due to the constant teaching of Christian giving by the Apostle Paul and his son Titus, the churches in Macedonia were walking in the grace of giving. They were fully walking. They were fully practicing the act of giving. A lot of churches are struggling because members of the church don't give. 
do the work. We feel it's an extortion. We feel it's a manipulation. It will be a manipulation when the people, when you don't walk with the Holy Ghost, you will struggle to give constantly to the work of God. But anytime you interact with the Holy Ghost, something out of your spirit will want to give towards the work of God. Now, the churches in Macedonia, I'm talking about the church in Thessalonica, the church in Berea, and the church in Philippi, they were baptized in a special grace called the grace of giving. They could give towards the work of God. And Paul, when he visited the church in Corinth, began to talk about the churches in Macedonia. Sometimes it is good for you to observe the life of another believer for you to know that certain things are possible. Yeah. It's not always bad for somebody to compare you to a good thing. Immediately they compare you to a good thing and there is truly a vast difference. You must aspire to also become that good thing. So when Paul was preaching to the church in Corinth, he began to talk about the churches in Macedonia. That this is something I want to bring to your attention. I know you people work in faith. You work in, you, you, you have powerful preachers. But look, there is something that is not in this church. The grace of giving. May God make us a people that are givers to the work of God. May God make this church like the churches in Macedonia in the name of Jesus. May the grace of giving come upon us. May the grace of giving come upon you. May the grace of giving, the grace that causes men to give all that they have towards the kingdom of God, may that grace come upon us in the name of Jesus. When Paul was telling this church in Corinth, there were rich people in that church. That church was a a business area. So the people in that church were loaded. They were powerful in spiritual gifts. So when you read the Bible, it, it, it's, it's the book of Corinthians that Paul taught the gift of the Spirit, all those, the power gifts, the, the, the gift of faith, the gift of tongue speaking. That church was full of spiritual people. But they lack one thing, the grace of giving. So when Paul got there, at that time, the church in Jerusalem and Judea were under persecution. They have come under strong persecution that the, 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 the flock has scattered and the church was impoverished. So Paul was going around and soliciting for funds or raising money for the church. And his encounter with the churches in Macedonia shocked him. They gave, they gave, and they even gave beyond their might. They went beyond what they could give. And that is what we call grace. May that grace come upon you. I said, may that grace come upon you. In the name of Jesus. The church in Corinth abounded in spiritual gifts. 
People could prophesy. People could raise the dead. People could heal all forms of disease. But they were not givers. They were not givers. A church that has its members not giving towards the work, that church will not make way. It will not progress. Yeah. It will not progress. When you are not working under that grace, you will come to church with 500 Ghana in your pocket and all the offering you give to God will be 5 CDs or 10 CDs. All the offering you give to God is 20 CDs. Meanwhile, you came with 500. But when we walk into supermarkets, you went to buy a shoe, but you realize you bought a shoe, you bought a tie, and you bought a t-shirt. When the grace of God is on your life, and the grace of God is upon the church, they begin to do things, and people, their size does not match what they are doing, because grace is upon them. May that grace come upon this church. I said, may that grace come upon this church. May you not only give when you have too much, but may you develop and cultivate the habit of giving, giving continually towards the agenda of God on the surface of the earth. The Jewish church in, in, in Jerusalem were so much under pressure that they could not stand the persecution. Paul had to begin to go around. Can you imagine Paul coming to a church and the church was not ready to give? That means the church in Jerusalem was going to suffer. The purpose of our giving is to empower what God wants to do on earth. And it is more blessing to give than to receive. Acts chapter 20 verse 35. Acts chapter 20 verse 35. I have shown you in all things that by working hard in this way we must help the weak. Remembering the words that the Lord Jesus himself said. There is more happiness in giving than in receiving. There, it is more blessing. So the more you give, the more you establish the blessing of God in your life. The more you give, the more you experience the blessing of God in your life. It is more happy. You will become, it's happier. It's joyful. It's more joyful. Haven't you found out that, that if you give to people who are in need, you are, you, are, you are happier? Yeah. You are more happier than when you are in need and somebody gives you money. You feel some way. One, two. The next time when you are taking is like, Charlie, I am becoming a liability. It's more blessing to have and to be able to give than to be receiving. A man who gives is a blessed man. You give to the poor, you give to your family, you give to the church, you give to kingdom work, you give all around, you give. It's a blessing. Than you always saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. When you join a church, you must think about what you can give to the church than what the church can give to you. The church is not a club that when you join and you are paying dues, you, 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 are, you, you want to benefit. It's not a rotary club. Are you here? If you see the church as a club, you are missing it big time. When you join a church, 
you must look for what you can give, what you can add up to what God is doing in the church. You must be an all-round giver. The giver, giving your time, giving your money, giving your intellect, giving all that you can give to the church. Muslims won't give to the church. Hindus will not give to the church. They will not empower the church to execute the great commission. It is children of God, like you and I, who will empower the church to do what Christ is desiring us to do. I thought you are clapping to the Lord. Not giving to the work of God is you stopping the work of God. Because as long as we withhold what God has given to us. Now listen, the reason you have is because of the church. The reason you have is because of the kingdom. The reason you are employed is because of the kingdom. The reason you are driving is because of the kingdom. The reason you are blessed is because of the kingdom. So immediately you have and you withhold what should come to God, you have blocked your next level of supply. Poverty is for the selfish. And poverty is for those who don't give. There is no way a heart addicted to giving will ever be poor. Because God will make sure that the tap will continue to run. I'm praying for you that the grace of giving without getting tired, the grace of supplying, the grace of becoming a vessel that God can use to supply the need in his house will come upon everyone here. Somebody say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. It was the Macedonians that rose up to the tax. The churches were not responding. Paul went, he was crying to them, your brothers in Jerusalem, they need some money, they need some help. Most of the churches didn't mind him. It was the churches in Thessalonica, in Berea, and in Philippi. They gathered and they literally was begging Apostle Paul, we beg you, give us the privilege to help our brothers. It's a grace. May you receive that grace. I said, may you receive that grace. I said, may you receive that grace. May you receive that grace. I said, may you receive that grace. Now, that grace was on that small boy who gave his lunch to feed thousands of people he never knew. And up to now, when we are preaching, we mention his name. You can make impact until you are a giver. The only people that make impact that runs across the years are givers. If you can give, you can make an impact. If you can give, you can make an impact. Now, a lot of young people, young ladies, young guys, they are lesbians, homosexuals. Do you know what is happening? All, you see, impact is a function of giving. A lot of these guys are luring young people into these things with money. Come join us. Thousand cities. Thousand dollars. Five hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. 
They are giving for an evil cause. There are people in the U.S. who hold the pornography industry. They, they invest into that industry. People invest into alcoholic companies, tobacco companies. Their money, they wield their money when they are dying. The pornographic industry. And it has become a threat to our children because they are pushing it. We can also push the kingdom. We can also push the kingdom. We can also push the kingdom with what God has first given unto us. Now, let's see. Let's study the kind of giving that the Macedonian... I, I told you, I don't just preach any message because I feel like I have a certain picture of the church in my spirit. And when I talk about the church now, I'm talking about Karis Temple. I'm not preaching... I don't preach what you want to hear because there is a spiritual structure of a church in my mind for this church. You don't want to be a church that struggles. Somebody, we want 10 people to, and the man is standing here two hours. No. A time will come, we are believing God that some of you, by the end of the year, you just write a check. Every year, you write a check. That pastor, when I look at all that God has done for me for this year, I want to give one million dollars to cover expenses of the church. I want to give $500,000. I want to give 2 million Ghana City just every year. Every year. That is something I learned from a man. He came to speak and said, Pastor, I have a covenant with God. Every year, at the end of the year, I look back and I look, in addition to my tithe, my first food, and my various sacrifices, I look at what God has done for me and I give him a portion of the money. I said, this is a hidden secret that I can learn. You can also learn it. I've never seen givers lack. They may face certain challenges, but somewhere, somehow, there'll be a supply. God, you can never outgive God on any platform. You can never. What you give him, he will give you measures of it. 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. May you develop the ribs, the heart, the spirit of a dangerous giver. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. What was the nature of the giving of the Macedonians that took the attention of Apostle Paul? He has never been there before. But when he went, he realized his epistles, his teachings had eaten the people and they carry a certain grace. No, it was too much, too much. It takes that grace for a widow to give her widow's might. Giving is not in the size. It's in the intention and the quality. You can give 10,000. It may mean nothing to you. It's a peanut. It may be a bonus from work. Mm. somebody may give 300 Ghana city that is the size of his salary I remember one time I told you this 
during one miracle hour in the early days, a young girl was in the service. And that day, I asked for people to sow a seed. I think 100 cities. And she had one Ghana. I didn't even know. It was one Ghana she gave to God. In, out of my knowledge. And she was a house help with a young couple, with a child. She had written SSC. She had good grades. But there was no sponsor. And this couple have never asked her, what do you want to do next? They have never. She said from her own testimony, the next day, which was a Saturday, the man was moving his car out of the gate. Whilst he was moving, he just stopped, rolled the glass and asked her, ah, are you not going to go to school? Haven't you finished SS? Didn't you pass? Oh, sir, I passed. Why are you not? So there's no money to even buy for how much is the forms? They went and asked. He gave him her three money for three different forms. Go and buy Legon, buy Tech, buy UCC. When you get admission, I'll pay from first year to final year. One Ghana Giving is not about the size. It's about the quality. God knows exactly the amount your capacity can give to the kingdom. What he gave you, he never gave me. And what he gave me, he never gave you. So he knows at what point, at what capacity I can fly. So does he know yours. Giving must not be manipulated. I told you, it's a ministry of the spirit. After a man has engaged with the Holy Ghost over a long period of time. Baby Christians cannot give to God. A man without faith cannot give money to God. It takes faith. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing. So a man that continuously rubs his heart towards the word of God has a fellowship with the spirit. That man is sure to have a flow in the grace of giving. May you walk in the grace of giving this year. In the name of Jesus. Remember the widow. It was not her sad situation that changed the situation. Her ability to do what is needful. Her ability to give. Her ability to respond to the leadings of the Spirit of God. That is what changed her situation. That was what Turn the situation around. Your, your, the, the sadness of your problem does not actually move God. It is your faith in that problem that will move God. Giving is a massive key to work out of certain problems. God is not a jackpot machine. But he responds to the giving of his people. Yeah. He responds to it. Giving is a grace. And may this church be a church that is known to be givers. I thought you shout a bigger amen. I thought you shout a bigger amen. Giving is a grace. We withhold nothing from the Lord. 
because naked we came and naked will we go. Our last money will be given to God. Hallelujah. Number one, the nature of the giving of the Macedonians. The Macedonians gave sacrificially. Say sacrificially. Oh, say sacrificially. They gave sacrificially. Any kind of giving that does not carry an aspect of sacrifice may not move the heavens. Hmm. There must be a, an aspect of sacrifice in the giving that will please God. Macedonians didn't just give, they gave sacrificially. First Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 to 2, quickly. May you become a giver. And you don't know what God did on the cross, eh? it was a dangerous giving took his only son and gave it. What if Jesus came and when he was sitting down with Mary and Martha, he started nearing them and he started having something and then he started uh, starting a family. What a shock. He said, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, why? You are your assignment. Hey Jesus. Oh Jesus, oh Charlie, but the body no be fire. Would open, Father. Father, this one, this assignment on earth today, Charlie, flesh, I have flesh, oh. It was a sacrificial. He said, moreover, brethren, we do you to wait of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. May the Lord bestow that same grace upon this church in the name of Jesus. How that in a great trial of affliction, when you are in affliction, you don't come to church. Even attending church in affliction, you don't even come. How much more giving? Mm. Yeah. We don't come to church when we are troubled. Like one day, one of the national service guys didn't come to work. And then when they came, my boss then, about seven years ago, said, uh, you didn't come to work. Why? So I wasn't feeling. I said, "Why? Here is a supermarket. <laughs> this is a supermarket, eh? If you are not feeling well, where do you go? <laughs> they will, let them put you in a wheelbarrow and wheel you here." They said, "How that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy." And their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. Give me another version so that people understand that English. They have been severely tested by the troubles they went through. They go through problems just like you and I. Our problems must not deny us the privilege to be a blessing. But they, their joy was great that they were extremely generous. Hey, may it be your testimony. This is a testimony of a church. 
that that is that church. And even in their troubles, the Bible said they were joyful in giving. So great that they were extremely generous in their giving, even though they were very poor. They didn't have too much. But they kept giving. Don't say, I am waiting to get money. When I get money, I will be a giver. No. this You have money. You can drive a car. If you eat every day, you are not there. You have a mobile phone. That did not block. You have money. God is looking at your heart. If a widow could give to God a mind, there is every level available for your giving. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Ministry that costs nothing accomplishes nothing. Ministry that costs nothing accomplishes nothing. Service that causes nothing accomplishes nothing. Excellence will cost us. Winning souls will cost us. Sometimes the soul will not be won just because you went to preach but just because you went to do a good work in the name of the Lord. Yeah. Just imagine we invade the village, we see a, a, a dilapidated building that an old woman is staying in. Then we say, okay, we are coming to renovate the place, break the walls, rebuild it, roof it, paint it, put some things inside. That is all. And we give her some rice and we leave. We won't do you think it will not make a statement? They will ask, who came to do this beautiful thing? Oh, that church. Really? If that old woman has grandchildren, you direct them to that church. We didn't go and preach, typically. But we went to demonstrate the love of God. But you are clapping. And I hope you know that you can't enter into the supermarket and go and speak in tongues and say, taya balaba. give me 10 bucks, 25 kilo rice, give me uh, 12 cartons of tin Hey, let them put it at the back of the car. Man, they go shut Hey, glory. Can you add some oil to it? Hey, my God, I feel the power in this. What are you talking about? They will call the police for you right now. Hand go, hand come. Yeah. Paul made it clear that it was not out of their abundance, but they gave out of their poverty. That is faith. So the Corinthian church had faith, but they were not demonstrating it in giving. Yeah. Poverty. Yet they were given. You must give some givings in your life. Oh, that is sacrificial. Not once, not twice. Sometimes in your secret of heart, you make some givings and nobody should know. Make some givings. One time when I finished my, my national service, 
my all my money in my account. I went to empty all. When the man of God was praying for me, he said, you will never lack a job in your life. I drove, I went to home, took the money from the national service office and drove straight to bidding power. I was sweating. The money was wet. Because I didn't want to take it home. I handed all to Papa. He said, you will never lack job. When I got home, took off my dress, yet to take the singlet, I had the first call. Are you Mr. Nyanko? We're calling you for an interview on Thursday at 10 a.m. There was a new laboratory at airport. They are now uh, obsolete or extinct. By the time I took off my dress, I went to the... Okay, those days, I didn't have a kitchen. I was going to do Serela. I came back and I was eating and I got another call. Are you Mr. Nyako? We, we want you for an interview. This is um, a private firm. They didn't tell me for security reasons. So, all were on Thursday. It was a Tuesday. They come and tell One was 10, one was 1. When I went, the same day, they were all ready to take me because you cannot interview me and not take me. Oh, yeah. We know ourselves. We know what we can do. We know what we carry. You will not meet us and try to reject us. No. It's not possible. It's not possible. Yeah. So I came home. I had a choice. I had a choice. And one of it was to work with the president medical team. And I joined that one. I was there. I got this one. And when I move, I've been there. I've never sat home looking for job. One sacrificial offering. I did. It wasn't too big. Those days, I don't think it was more than 300 Ghana. It was 270. But you see, it was everything I had in the world at that time. The Macedonians gave sacrificially. I was not manipulated. I responded out of the ministry of the Holy Ghost within my spirit. And it manifested houses. You cannot give certain levels of offerings. When you hear some people giving certain, you, 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 you will not understand until you begin to have fellowship with the word consistently. Are you being blessed tonight? These churches also came under afflictions. Acts chapter 16 verse 20. Let me run through quickly. Acts 16 20. Acts 16 20. And brought them to the magistrate saying, these men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. So consistently they were being tormented. They will be doing service. They will come and pick them away, close the church, take them to court, punish them. Let's look at another one. Acts 17 5. Acts 17 5. He said, but the Jews which believed not moved with envy, took unto them certain lewd fellows of the better sort and gathered the company and set all the city on uproar and assaulted the house of Jason and because that was where the people were, were meeting. The church was there and sought to bring them out to the people. They were always disturbed. 
but in that. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 14, quickly. That was the church we are talking about. The church is in, in, in Macedonia. He said, for ye brethren became followers of the churches of God, which in Judea are in Christ Jesus. For ye also have suffered like things of your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews. They've gone through, not that they were comfortable. And when we come for and you see somebody coming, they don't know what we are going through. No, you don't have a revelation. They are going through what you are going through, but they have a revelation. The Macedonian church were not a very comfortable church, but out of their fellowship with the Spirit, they gave more. So these churches had been reduced to deep poverty, and yet they were given. And yet they were given. This is a spirit that must come upon you. And I declare, receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The reason you are not given is not strong enough. The Macedonian church went through the same thing. The believers in that church, they went through the same thing. But yet, they were given because their heart, their heart was in the hands of God. Hebrews 12, 2. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, quickly. And I'll tell you a story. Looking unto Jesus, the altar and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despises the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the Father. So, though they were going through challenges and all that, they despised it. They endured the suffering. And they did what they must do. They did what they must do. They did what they must do to give for the work of God. There is a story of a missionary a white man or a business Chinese man who went on the top and uh, mission, the, there was a missionary assist who took him round. While they were going round they, they saw this young man and an old man plowing a field. They were plowing a field. So the young man was the one plowing and the old man was behind. And while they were going, the rich Chinese man, businessman, said, ah, these people might be very, very poor. Then the, the missionary responded and said, yes, they are very, very poor. And, and this is their only ox they are using. Then he said, hey, ah. I said, yes, they are in our church. And do you know something? When we were building, this, this man and the father they wanted to also give towards the work of God, but they didn't have money. They didn't have anything. And at that time, they had only one ox. One oxen. They went and sold it and brought the money for the work. They brought the proceeds for the work of God. The rich man was shocked. He said, and this is a sacrifice. And the missionary told him that, no, they didn't see it as a sacrifice. They thank God that they had an oxen to sell so that they can be part of what God was doing. The rich man was standing there flabbergasted. 
surprised, shocked. He went back to his church, took the pictures of these people and went to the pastor and told him the story that this is what he has gone to see. Poor people. And not that when they sold their oxen, they, be, they become very rich. They still have one ox, another one ox. That's all that they are working with. And the businessman said, from today, I double all my givings in this church. And I want you to give me a donkey work. I want to give more. I want to sacrifice more. I want to spend more time doing the work of God. If our giving is not sacrificial, it may never receive honors in heaven. I thought you are clapping. It may never receive honors in heaven. There must be an iota. There must be a content of sacrifice. Give the Lord another good clap offering. The Macedonian church gave joyfully and liberally, even in sacrifice. They didn't say they were being forced, coerced. We are in a time that people say the church pastors are coercing people to give, forcing people to give. No. It is because of you that the pastors have to trick you. This, 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 this. If you bring this, you become this. If you bring this, you become... So, in manipulating you, you respond. That's when you respond. But if the pastor comes and stands there, on the hills far away, do that old ragged, we need people to help us. We need 100,000. We need people to help us. If the Lord touch your heart, get up and come. You won't come. Oh, me, 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 me. I pegi di gidi adi out and I say on the hills far away. I see the heavens open. I see twelve horses. They are carrying cargoes. And the Lord said, "It's time for divine supply." I need 20 people to give me 1,000 cities to key into this revelation. It's true, it can happen, but you see that that one, a lot of us will come. So if somebody decides to exploit you by mimicking what isn't real, because your heart is not really in love with God. May our heart, may our heart be connected with the Spirit of God. May giving not become a burden. You are giving your tithe and you are afraid that you go hungry. You are not there yet. You are giving 200 Ghana. We see it's big. Your tithe 200 is big. Can you give 5,000 tithe? Can you give 5,000 tithe? If your 200 is too big for you. If you are supposed to give a tithe of 1,000 and you are giving 800, you are telling God to reduce your income to 8,000, not 10,000. If your tithe is 500 and you are paying 350, you are telling God the 5,000 Ghana as income is giving is too much. It should give you 3,500. 
Are you following me? The place is quiet. The teaching service. The next nature of the giving of the Macedonians was spontaneous. Say spontaneous. Say spontaneous. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 3 to 4. He said, I can assure you that they gave as much as they could and even more than they could of their own free will. Verse 4. They begged us and, ple- and pleaded for the privilege of having part a part in helping God's people. So when you give to God, it's a big privilege he gave to you. It's a big privilege. I don't know whether you understand what is a privilege. A privilege. After giving to God, don't wait for the hand clap of men. Else you have given and you have received your reward openly. Are you following me? The grace of giving is something that flows from a man naturally. Naturally, it comes. If you always give to God towards a need, you don't actually love God. A husband who only buys things in the night when he wants to have sex, is that one to a husband? No. You must give whether you are in need or not. And the best time to give to God is when you think you have no need, but you are just grateful. <laughs> you are just grateful. You just love him. Anything about church, oh, you are there. You are going to buy chairs, you are there. Buy instrument, we are there. Feed orphans, spontaneous, because the love for God is real. The Macedonians, Paul was shocked. I mean, if he was not shocked, he would dedicate two chapters to talk about this giving. So, so much. So much. How can apostles should be begging them to give? But they were rather begging the apostle, we beg you, give us the chance to give. That is the grace I'm talking about. Give us the chance to also give. They were begging. In our days, the apostles are begging us. Yeah. They are begging us. Oh, we are waiting for you five minutes more. Five more people. begging. See a man of God just begging. The people are sitting down. It's not that they don't have money. It's because the love for the things of God. People can, you come to church with money, I know. Come to church, 200 Ghana, 500 Ghana, 1,000 cities. You can give, you divide. All your money you gave to God out of the 1,000 on the Sunday was 20 Ghana cities. 5 cities, 5 cities, 10 cities. And you enter into a wooden shop. You went there to buy. One day I went to the wooden shop. I was going to buy short sleeve one. I ended up buying long sleeve five. And that one we don't complain. It's normal. Oh, that I bought it for myself. I entered a, a shop one day. I was going to buy one perfume. I ended up buying five. Five. And I gave the card. I was like, did I really plan to buy this? That one, because you are going to use it. 
when we come to church, that is when our professorship in economics, our, our balancing sheet just comes in a vision. You don't struggle. You, you, you just attain a professional accountancy degree. And just And unfortunately, sometimes you keep the low notes here, the high notes here, and the Holy Ghost lets you forget. What sense are you But when you say 10 cities, two, one, two, 50 Ghana, two. We thank God for the 200 Ghana cities. One day, in your attempt to remove 50 Ghana, you will drop 200 Ghana. And you live and you realize that. Mm, Oh, the one one CD are still here. Uh-huh. You cannot be smarter than the Holy Ghost. Give the Lord a mighty clap of faith. Let me, let, me, let me just wrap up. Here. The grace of giving is the explosive power in a believer who has a fellowship with God. It just comes. It just comes. Hey, when I was in love with my wife, it wasn't easy. The first time, like the time I targeted her. Charles, if I'm going to visit her, there is a drink we call Norisha. I mean, Miniska with my last. I mean, I was fasting almost every day. The weather, money day or money no day, I'm fine. I'll buy it. I will go and give it to her. Her birthday, I'll go and buy some candy. I'll put toffees and chocolate inside. Explosive giving. And you are in love. When you are not in love with God, you struggle to give to Him. You would think people are poor. You, you can't force me to give. But when you just call giving, I'll be there. But don't think that you force me. No. Me, it's like a mosquito that wants to fly and wind is blowing. You just do like this. If when the spirit is moving, move with the current. Because it is only when the current carries you that it will land you on your promised land. Then you discover the blessing of God. Don't be strong-headed when God is yielding your spirit. It's giving it an, a, a, a spontaneous. Sometimes your husband will be standing by you. They will cut out and you are going to... Yeah, you have that money, yeah? Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. I see. <laughs> Hallelujah. Giving is an opportunity God uses to test the sincerity of our love for him. Our love. Burning love makes a man a spontaneous giver. That's what I wanted to say. Burning love makes a man a spontaneous giver. Burning love makes a man a spontaneous giver. The Macedonians sacrificed even beyond their power. The Macedonians were willing to sacrifice. Willing. Willingness. They were not cajoled. They were not deceived. They were not manipulated. Oh. They allow the Holy Spirit. Last time, somebody in the church 
he brought his khaki that they should sell it for us to use the money for the work. It was shocked. Spontaneous. Are, are you sure? He said, oh yeah, God spoke to me clearly. Can you release your car? Just gave it up. And God gave him a better car. Spontaneous. 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 That's why in the, in, 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 in the early church, people were selling their lands. In Jerusalem. Capital. Jerusalem. You are selling your, your, your land in Makola. You are selling your, your land in East Legon. You know what you are talking about? You are selling your, your, your land in airport residential area. They sold their land. The self food and co. Sold it. They brought it. They should take it and do the work of God. In this our time, they will say the pastor is extorting. The language of the church can never be understood by the world. But we have made it so clear to the world that they can also be in our matters because we don't love God. The sincerity of our love is not clean. Sometimes you see a brother in church very just, you think that he's a correct Christian. Until you are saying, oh, I want you to marry this person. Then when they start interacting, to like where is the sincerity are you really a Christian or you are just in the church so giving a certain level of giving determines the sincerity of our love for God not only money given Christus, if you can't spend time to rehearse, to sing beautifully on Sunday, where is your love for the ministry you claim? I have a calling. I have a calling. No, God, uh, 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 Pastor, I know God has called me into the singing ministry. No, it's not. This. It's not where it's, it's about. You having the love to rehearse, to flow, to be consistent. In believing in the ministry, the sincerity of your love is very important. And one way God tests is in giving. Every year, you must learn how to upgrade in giving. If you are giving what you gave last year, you are not due for this year's blessing. Because this year's blessing will come in a different way. I told you, our firstborn came after we showed great love to a poor boy who comes to sell pineapple in the whole house where Victor is staying now. The whole house, he won't go anywhere. He will climb our stairs. Well, talk. There are many apartments down here and there. Plenty. He won't go anywhere. He will come and, and one day after church, this guy came, young boy, less than nine years. And I felt we were just about to sleep. And he came, I'll go, I'll go. I went out, I sat on the stairs with him and I started talking to him. I said, today I want to buy everything you have. 
say, oh, how much is it? Oh, it's about 10 cities. I said, okay, I'll give you 20 cities. Then my, so who are you staying with? My grandmother. And this, this, this. And I said, okay, it is well. Take these 30 cities. When you go, give it to your grandmother and let her use it to take care of you. Anytime you want money, you come. Up to today, I've not seen that girl again. Now I know she's an angel. It was a she. It was an angel. She left. It was July. Second week in August, my wife took seat for the first time. Even spontaneous is the working of the spirit. Working of the spirit. Sometimes God speaks to you. There is this neighbor in your area. God is speaking to you. Go buy rice, oil, or something, and just go and dust them. You think it's a thought. You, know, this, you just forget. Some of you, God will speak to you. Get this thing for the church. Get this thing for pastor. Just start doing it and you are shy. Hey, pastor, will he receive it? Will he be? If I don't even use it, obey the spirit. Eh? Obey the spirit. So I'm going to say, buy Pepsodem for pastor. Dedicate yourself to buy Pepsodem for pastor. Buy the room. God, Holy Spirit, the room for pastor. Adam the angel. <laughs> I'm not a pure spirit. I am spirit, body, and soul. It may look minute. I'll do it. God will speak to you. Today, God, this year, God has spoken to me clearly on something I'm going to commit myself to. Dread me, but I'll do it. Some of you, God, all God needs you to do is come here on Saturday and clean the place. Don't rope in the choir, in the ocean. Just come and join the people, clean the place, clean the chair. Get all what God will go to the children's department and teach. Go to the car park, help to park. You don't know what will happen. You know the miracle that came for Zachariah and Elizabeth? They were not praying. No? Zachariah was seven burning incense on the altar and an angel came to service. Giving his time, giving his energy. I'm sure he was tired of medical. He, he, they, they had even forgotten about their barrenness. But whilst he was serving on the altar, God can visit you in many forms. We have boxed him. Oil must pour on us. Pastor must make his face somewhere. Perusia, come, I see I see, I see, I see. Come on, I should stand behind her. I see. Then that one said, hey, hey, do you know today, Pastor Minister told me. Pastor Minister told me. Pastor Minister told me. Look, come here. Miracle. Now I'm saying, the miracle, I don't want to even lay hands. I want us to pray. Oh, now this pastor here. I'm suspecting he has lost oil. No, no. Sometimes when I hear your, your language, then I'll just move small. I touch one or two. Then it's blah, 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 just, just to disgrace you that the oil is still there. <laughs> just to let you know that, Charlie. <laughs> I am a tornado of oil. But you see, the sincerity of our love. The sincerity of our love must be expressed 
in our giving. Give the Lord a mighty clap often. It's left with one last one. The quality of their giving then are close. I have to cut this one short. They, are, they, they, they gave spiritually. They didn't give carnally. They didn't give like that lady who once gave and was coming to instruct me to use the money in a certain way. Very disrespectful manner. They didn't give for people to give them funds. There's a, there's, there's a lady who gives a certain amount of money every month. He says she never wants to be known. Yeah, spiritually. And she will write the check and open it. The pastor, whatever you use the money for, it can be for you, it can be for the church. Opened. No name. All the checks. Ask accountant. I give it to the church. Spiritual giving. They give the Macedonian church, they give spiritually. Give spiritually. Their giving was not carnal. They didn't give from their calculation. That's why tithing and first fruit is not for carnal people. Carnal people won't understand. That we practice this thing for years. We are not dead. We are not down. We keep going up and up. It's a mysterious movement. May you go back and make certain resolutions. God wants to hear it from your heart. God wants you to speak to him and be honest. God knew eh, that David would never hold money. You are not a container. You are a vessel. Eh? Containers hold vessels. Things pass through them. He trusted David and blessed him. David had the chance to build the house of God on the land for free. He said, no! I will not give unto God anything that will not cost me. He paid for the land. He laid down. He wanted to build the temple. God said, no, your blood, your hands are too bloody. He kept money down. He kept the materials down for his son. All the son needed was wisdom to lead the people. Look, may you go home and talk to the Holy Spirit. May you go home and talk to God. He said, God, you can trust me with your wealth. You can trust me with your wealth. You can trust me with money. God, give me that heart. That heart, the spiritual heart. Will you be that sensitive enough? Not only giving to the church, but giving to people around you. That today there was a lady at the work where she was walking. No, you, you have not eaten. Have you taken lunch? Said, no, I said, go and take lunch. I was just looking at my face. I said, you don't have money. Take 20 Ghana. Go and take lunch. She was shocked. True givers don't only give during programs. Giving is a lifestyle. 
given. It's a lifestyle. Given. It's a lifestyle. It's a grace. Even your dog in your house must know that you are a giver. Your house help must know that you are a giver. Your gate man must know that you are a giver. It's a way God created nature. We give out carbon dioxide. The plants use it for photosynthesis. And they give us oxygen. Given. 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 I want you to rise up on your feet. And give the Lord a good clap. May the Lord trust this church with wealth. This year, that's what I'm believing God for this church. Wealth. Souls. Hundred more souls. And wealth. Wild contracts. Wild. I mean, contracts that when you see, you'll be shaking. You don't know where to start from. You'll just be shaking. And you hear the spirit within you. All things are possible. Go for it. I'm believing God that people will enter into contract two million, four million. I mean, one, 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 one couple came and said, Pastor, something is coming up after that miracle hour. Something is coming up. You, we will come and tell you, but it's in dollars. It's in dollars. We want the contract. It's in hundreds of dollars. I'm believing God that young people will be powerful because that 200 churches in the north, we will have to build it. Our heart must be with the Lord first. I want you to lift your two hands and talk to God in three minutes. That God make me a vessel making me a vessel. Spiritual giving. Spiritual giving. Giving with good motives. Mama katala manama hadia katala Manta kapala katala balaba Impa katala balala balala If you can't give to God the location of your heart is in doubt If your heart is in the hands of God your treasures must be in his hands Manda katakaba. One minute more praying. Imolo kolama namahata kata. The Macedonian church gave joyfully. Joyfully. Give yourself to God first. In the name of Jesus. There was one verse he said. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 5. I want you to look at it very carefully. You see. If you are in a local church, you can never give 
effectively if you don't do these two things. The Bible said, and this they did, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. God owns you. Your pastor also owns you. But none of them will take it by force. You give yourself. You submit yourself under the leadership of God and under the leadership of the shepherd he has put over you. Trusting God and trusting the shepherd. Because if you don't trust the shepherd, you will never give to the church. If you don't trust God, you will not give to him. Believe the Lord thy God in that you will be established. Then believe his servants, the prophet, so that you will prosper. You can't say you love God and you are not under a pastor. I don't know what type of child are you. If you are a child, you have a father. And when they, this is the church that was given on, and this is what they did. They gave themselves first to the Lord. Number one. Number two, they gave themselves to the apostles. They submitted themselves. If you don't get established under the leadership of a shepherd in a local church, you can never give generously. You always doubt leadership. You always query leadership because you don't trust the Lord and the shepherd. He has. I pray for you that from today, you will give yourself you will submit yourself first to the Lord Jesus and you submit yourself to the leadership in the house if you are in a department you submit yourself to departmental heads you submit yourself to the leadership of the house you will settle in the family and there you begin to experience a strong grace of giving I pray once again for you that you will flourish this year. You will see the goodness of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. I quote. He said, the last earthly thing I had in this world that I valued, I have given it to the Lord Jesus Christ. The last earthly thing that I had in this world that I valued. I have given it to the Lord Jesus Christ. May our love for God be deep. Deep enough. Once again, give God a good clap offering.